0: All right, James, what do you think of uh having Kazra on the pod? Dude, he's uh always a wealth of knowledge and sharing a lot. I'm sure there are many people that already follow him on Twitter and what he's what he's been doing there. Now recently become the recovery, helpful content recovery guy uh that people go to. But yeah, you know, we, we dive into all I mean the rank and rent stuff is pretty interesting for anyone who's into local. Um and then the, obviously the casino side too, kind of the uh the behind the scenes that you don't get to know unless you're in the damn industry. Nice man, yeah um it was fun chatting about
1: casino affiliate
0: That that's something i'm personally interested Does that mean in you're going to go into it are you going to go into it then after that chat
1: uh i think so i'm not sure yet no i'm not sure yet you're kind of <laughs> profiting off other people's like misfortunes but um it is what it is right uh it is well, what it we'll is. see we'll see we'll see
0: if the money is yeah. there i guess
1: hard to say no to but we'll see i'm just
0: but we're going to give the listeners fortunes today with Serp reach. And if you uh, jump down the description and you check out the offer down there, essentially, you can use code INDEXY for a heavily discounted extra backlink. So if you go in there, there's various packages within their services. For example, Starter, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond Package. These are all traffic and DR base. But then what you do is you... Go to their niche edit add-ons and you add on a backlink uh, that has niche relevant organic keywords. So it's ranking um, in the top 10 pages on Google. And then that one is basically uh, heavily discounted to the point where it's free. So make sure you check that out down there. You can get those backlinks. It means that you're not just using metrics that are easily manipulated. I mean, I'm sure Jackie has manipulated dr and shit on various websites before you know he loves to do certain things like that so make sure you're getting links that have traffic i mean jackie's links that he got from separate already already pumping his pages right
1: yeah it's going well man can't complain um check it out i think it's worth throwing some budget into if it rank's great if it doesn't dude it's like 50 bucks per link what can you say about that right um i think it's worth a try
0: for sure yeah so make sure you check that down use indexy as the discount code it'll get you that extra backlink with traffic in your niche ranking for keywords that you wanted to. So why not do that? All right. Yeah. And um, give the pod a listen. Let us know if there's any other
1: guests you wanted to have on. Cool. What's good, everyone? It's Jackie Chow. And this is James DeLacy. And you're listening to This Week in Digital Marketing. All right. Hey, man. Uh, Nice to meet you. Kazra, I don't think we've spoken before. Um, but why don't you give the audience a quick intro of yourself by I'm sure uh you're a familiar face in the SEO industry.
2: Yeah, so my name is Kazra Dash. Over six hundred and fifty, seven hundred digital assets, SaaS owner, agency owner, you name it, I'm probably in it, um, industry wise and niche wise. So yeah, a lot a lot of moving parts. Um and also I've become the website recovery guru for some people <laughs> as well. Um, some people hate me, some people absolutely love me. So it will be an interesting one to see what the comments are saying. Wait, wait,
0: isn't, um, aren't you part owner into autoblogging.ai now?
2: Yes, I am, yeah. There you officially. go, Jackie.
1: Yeah, yeah, how's uh working with ViBov? The guy's like fucking lazy as shit, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I am um, so it was the first SaaS that I've actually invested in and every time you would message him he's like yeah I'm implementing this or I'm doing this piece of code or I'm adding this and it's like dude why are you adding something every day and it's just like that that's part of the SAS game if you don't if you don't keep it up to date your competitors are going to smash you out of the park so um yeah he's he's, he's not lazy <laughs> he's he's always on it
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no he's uh I give him a hard time but uh yeah, it's an, uh, he's an odd fellow, though. I'm glad you guys uh, gave the site an uplift or like a facelift. It was like a disgusting website before. Um, probably one of the worst yeah. in, the, in the industry. But at least now what? it's like it's,
2: better. It's, it's interesting you say that because it was still getting, like you've probably seen the numbers yourself. Yeah. It was still getting customers. So for a product that was looking that bad of a website, to still acquire customers and retain the customers every month it just goes to show you how good of an actual product it is but yeah i do agree the website was shocking
1: <laughs> yeah did you guys see an uplift from fixing it or did you see a drop off because people were like what the heck is this
2: um it's 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 grown every month it's grown every month so that that's that's the main thing that we that we care about is actually ma- making sure that the output is great but then also growth month on month so yeah
1: Nice, nice. So, um, I was watching WP Eagles live stream with you, and you were kind of discussing how uh, mm. you're into the rank and rent uh, game. I guess that's the reason why you have so many yeah. assets, right? That's like that's pretty much your whole playbook. Like yeah, you definitely. Just, um, and you guys go after like what <laughs> what kind of population cities do you go after in this uh the rank and rent play typically?
2: We we go after them all. Um, I feel like the we like we we just like blanket every town and city in the uk or as much Mm -hmm. as we can like what one thing that we will try to do is we will like do a little bit a little bit of like digging so we will go into for example a lot of people think plumbing is a good industry to go into and it's actually probably not just because you're going to get sandra down the road that's got a leaky tap and that leaky tap repair is only going to be like 20 pounds or $25 or whatever. So, you're not going to get that much of a kickback from actually giving that lead to a plumber. But, emergency plumbing, where they've just had a, their entire roof <laughs> collapse and there's like a massive leak in their house, those kinds of jobs, they're probably a lot more like money. Like, there's a lot more money in them. So, we always try and find like neighboring niches and we always try to like do a little bit of digging because a lot of business owners you speak to, they're Actually, not as smart as what you think they are because they're just trying to go after everything. It doesn't matter if it's a leaky tap, they do, if, if it's a boiler replacement, or if it's a if if it's a, a leak, right? So. You kind of want to like sit down with the actual business owner that you're working with, that you're going to be doing the rank and rent with and just saying like, Hey, what, what's your profit margins on this service? What's your profit margins on this? What's your profit margins on this? And then once you know, every single in like every single service that they provide, then building an exact match domain for that service. So we might build out like 25 websites for a plumber or for a dentist. Like there's various industries that you can, or sub industries that you can get into that make way more, Money than just plumbing generally. Got it. Got it. Um,
1: so are you getting most of the traffic from like local search, or are you uh, more on the organic search side for these uh, ranker ads?
2: Organic. So we, we've we've tried GMBs in the past. Um, unless like you can physically get it like a legit way. Like I've I've tried multiple people that can verify gmbs i think the last time we'd done a bulk purchase of gmbs was about two three years ago um and we bought 500 gmbs only to realize six months later they were all gone wiped so that, that was probably about six or seven grand down the drain but <clears throat> we moved forward um, so now we mainly focus on actual organic visibility but we also do have we probably still have about 150 200 gmb's but they've legit been acquired like in a in a natural way so we've not like gamed the system or anything like that i'm sure there's probably people that can provide like games gmb's and stuff like that and they probably do stick but again it's not a risk that i want to take it's I, i'm i'm always looking at how can i build an asset as opposed to how can i cut this corner um so i feel like that's super important as well when it comes to uh, ranking rents
1: yeah dude what i used to do was um i actually just used to send postcards to the actual owners that we partnered up with in each city and then they mm. would just verify it and we'd outrank their own local listing and we'd like it's kind of savage though because we would pretty much cannibalize their existing you know like area um yeah but yeah interesting that you use local search i mean sorry uh, organic because the traffic there is a lot weaker compared to local right and um
2: it, it, again it depends like yeah. where where like what cities and stuff like that there's certain cities that you can go after or certain towns in the uk that don't even have the free map pack at the top so like if you can get your organic listing and rank it position one like you're you're creaming it month month two month three oh. um, whereas the gmb we find it's a little bit more of a slower process obviously like if you're doing like ctr manipulation you need to like build up slowly over time um, so again, it just depends on your strategy. Um, yeah,
1: huh, interesting.
2: And, um,
1: I guess, and how do you attribute phone calls to the owners? Are you uh, like listening so to recordings? We, or are you selling them per call? How does it work? I guess, because contact form fills are easier to attribute, right? You just yeah. sell it to them at <laughs> a certain so, price.
2: We, um, I get this asked quite a lot, and a lot of people say, like, why don't you? charge per lead because we just have a flat out monthly fee right and obviously we Mm. will evaluate it so if if you if we were to sign up jackie or james and month one they got 15 leads and then fast forward six months they're getting 150 leads you're not going to be paying the the same amount as you were six months ago right so we, we will evaluate it um we always have like a monthly like unless unless it's something like finance where we actually have a call center and stuff like that like we're for, for certain industries just monthly flat out fee and the reason why we do that is because we found out that a lot of people or a lot of business owners get pissed off if you're charging them for dummy inquiries like i don't know a, a competitors went on your website <laughs> filled out the contact form to see what it's, what it's all about and they filled it in with mickey mouse as the name it's like Jackie, you'd be pissed off if I charged you 50 pounds for that lead, right? So yeah. we, we just we just have a flat out fee um for like I'd probably say like 90% of our websites. Um when it comes to tracking calls, we have a call tracking software. It records like I think it's called ghost recording. So it first of all tells us how many seconds it took for the actual business owner to pick up, because we have strict KPIs. Whenever we're working with someone, we 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 want all of our leads to essentially get worked, right? So if I send a call to Jackie, I'd want him to pick it up instantly. If not instantly, at least call it back, right? Then it also records the call, and then it also pings a notification on our Slack as well. So it can say, like, Jackie has had, I don't know, 10 calls today. Overall, he's had 35 calls in the month. So everything's tracked.
1: Yeah, got it. And, um, dude, have you realized, like, local business owners are terrible business owners? Like some of these, obviously you, you vet it well, but when I was working in the towing industry, these fuckers don't even pick up half the time. Like it's so frustrating. They're like the worst business owners ever.
2: We have, um, we have like, a a vetting process for every business. And even, even after the vetting process, like you would probably find 80% of businesses that you send inquiries through to, they're just absolutely horrific. At picking up calls or just like, as a good salesman, you know that a sale comes after three or four touch points, right? It's not going to come after just one call, so you might need to do a follow up. You might need to do a follow up call. You might need to do a follow up email, etc., etc. A lot of these guys don't even have that set up, right? But we have a strict like process in place where we'll go out and find like let's say fifteen businesses. Let's say we want to get into law in New York, right? We might hit up fifteen lawyers and say, hey. We've got this website. It's generating 25 inquiries a month. Are you interested in the leads? Out of the the 20 people that you contact, probably 10 of them won't even reply to you. Out of the 10 that reply to you, probably five of them reply two weeks too late. So that's 15 of them already just out, right? Then out of the five, you might get people that don't have a correct email footer set up. So again, if you're going into law, you'd want someone that's pretty professional, that has an email footer set up. Um, they're pr- fairly quick to actually reply. They've got like the picture on their emails. They're not just using at Gmail. Cause again, you're, you're mm-hmm. hiring a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. So again, there's all these things that we actually take into consideration. And then even let's say the five, actually get approved to go onto the website to actually get leads from us i'd probably say maybe two of them will actually be a success maybe, maybe not even two maybe even one so it, it's i i've always said this like you can listen to any podcast that i've been on ranking the website's the easy part finding the actual client that's actually following up that has an email set up that has a genuine business it's not a one-man band that has a sales team da, 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 da. that's the hard part
1: yeah it is um fuck dude Honestly, I think if I think about it, the rank and rent because, like, it's so much work for, like, how much can you get per city? Like, max. Like, you're ceiling in, like, a small maybe 100 to 200K population city. Fuck, man. I've, like, for landscaping, maybe max, max, like, 1 to 2K a month, max, If you if you rank in, like, a smaller town. Like, and then you times that by, let's say you fill a hundred cities yeah great but it's like it's a hundred k a lot of money i i agree but fuck like managing all of them is such a nightmare and then you have to keep I up with like, them picking up calls right
2: i feel i feel like it's um it's it's very much down to the industry that you're in like we're in, in some industries that get nowhere near as many searches as you think like they would get maybe 200 searches a month but that 200 searches would generate us like 10k um again it's, it's it's down to it's down to the services it's down to like what what they're actually providing as a service like like what i said before like going into plumbing leaky taps ain't gonna make you a millionaire or it's not gonna it's not gonna break the bank right or it's not gonna it's not gonna be mobile number digits in your bank at the end of the month doing leaky yeah. taps but if they're doing like a, a kitchen renovation or a bathroom renovation and they have three or four vans on the, ro- on, on, on the roads, then you can very quickly build that out. Like we've, we've had, I'll give you an example. We've worked with companies before. Um, one of them, <clears throat> when I first very first started working with them, she had two members of staff. Now she has got 12 members of staff based off of the leads that I've been providing her. And it's like, I believe she's probably renting out 12 websites from us now. There's another scenario where they had one van when we first started working with them. This was like six years ago now. Now they have got 25 vans. And again, like it's like you say this is how many many people can can you get on the website if it's 100,000, 200,000 people? It's not even down to that. If they can scale out their workforce, very quickly like you can scale out a website and some of the websites now like i'm looking at like some of the affiliate site guys like they're earning like i don't know six seven grand a month i've got local ranking rents that earn more than that they earn double triple that so again it's it's very much down to like the services and who you're going after and again it's like is the business owner savvy do they want to actually grow the business if they don't want to grow the business then you're going to have some struggles growing past one two k like what you said
1: yeah gotcha and uh what what's the process like? Because you mentioned the blanket, so I guess you go out and rank for a bunch of cities in a bunch of like in just proven out industries that you've guys worked in in the past, and after that, you just reach out to local service providers like you have a sales team going yeah. through and calling them, or is it a cold email or is it however the salesperson can get in touch?
2: cold cold email i feel like works cold calling also works as well like we we have a Mm -hmm. very 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 different approach to a lot of lead generation guys like we will rank the website with no cost involved to you so it's like it's a no-brainer really like unless unless you're like a really dumb business guy or you don't want to grow your business you're probably not going to take that offer (laughs) whereas when we hit them up they're like oh yeah that sounds great but then obviously you need to figure out if they're actually good so that's where the vetting process and stuff like that kicks in um but the actual strategy itself is it's not it's not really like a special strategy like just try and hit them up in as many places hmm. call them figure out like what they're actually doing if you can find somebody that's already advertising if they're doing ppc or whatever already they understand that they need to advertise their business right so they they understand the importance of marketing Those are always like an easier sell to them. Again, you're not, we're not selling anything. I feel like it's, it's always, it's always a freebie to them. So it's always a no brainer, really. Hmm.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, do you typically, I see you guys are probably creating like one Cypress city with like something you mentioned exact match. Um, have you ever considered just creating like one Cyper niche? I don't know, like findlawyers.com or .co.uk and then, like yeah. scaling that shit up, becoming becoming the Yelp for I don't know law, and then exiting that for something crazy, or I don't know, even yeah, partnering up with a law firm and take equity, you know.
2: So th- that's that's one thing that we actually do. Um, like we we will have like directory style websites and stuff, um, where we do exactly what you said, or potentially like you're going out to like ten different lawyers in New York. You, you can essentially say, hey, I'll place you number one on my, on my website. I'll charge you. I don't know five hundred dollars a month for whatever the case is, right? So we we do that, but again, we we're not we don't like selling our our ranking rents mainly because, like, mm-hmm. as you know, like the ROI on a on a ranking rent as opposed to property, it's so much more. Like, what what are you going to do? Take out the money and go and invest into property? Okay, it might be a little bit more stable, but again, like. You build up all of these assets. I, I, I'm always just talking about MRR. So, like, how can we increase the MRR of the business? How can we increase the MRR of everyone? So, we're never really looking to sell the ranking rents. With the affiliate side of stuff, we we'll probably we'll, we'll probably sell one or two of them. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very much down to like how how can we scale MRR? And then one thing that you mentioned, which is quite interesting, because we already do this, is. If, say, for example, we build out a rank and rent agency, or a rank and rent website for lawyers, we will eventually get shares or equity in that law firm that we're sending the leads through to. Because a lot of the times pe- business owners come to us after like three or four years and they say, hey, Kaz, you've built me this great website, but I genuinely can't sleep at night. Like, what happens if you were to just switch us off? And send the leads through to like one of our competitors, now we would never do that, right, but mm-hmm. just ease of mind, they will essentially in some cases give us twenty percent twenty five thirty percent of their business for like a massively discounted rate, but then obviously, we just need to work on the market and the digital market side of stuff, so it works out really well
1: nice and uh how does that structure work? Do you guys just get dividends paid out to your? agency at the end of every month or is it how how does that work exactly so let's say you take 20 percent of a million dollar a year law firm um like ebitda sorry ebitda wise um are they kicking out 20 percent every month or yeah
2: yeah so it it, it'll be something along those lines so like we'll we'll either get dividends paid out to our agency or if it's like a lump sum and there's a, a better tax efficient way of doing it like if it, if we can set yeah. up a company in dubai and send it over there we will do um that's yeah. one thing that we are actually planning on doing uh next year is setting up a company in dubai making sure that we pay the least amount of taxes as possible Um yeah. we're obviously looking into we're, we're looking into it a little bit more but that's that's one thing that we're currently on in the process of doing for next year's um investments nice. What what's what's yeah. required to set up a company in Dubai? Do you have to be be there at all? I don't think there's that much. I feel like that you can just do it, but again, it, it depends on like the amount of days and stuff like that. Jack, you might know a little bit more on this.
1: Yeah, um, setting up company doesn't matter actually. Uh, I think if you want your residency in Dubai, it's just one day a year. Um, right, it's not that bad. Uh, but then that pretty much means you can't stay more than six months anywhere else. But yeah, if you're like younger like us and mm. have no kids unlike James, um you can you can do that, you know? Yeah. But interesting. Yeah, so right? I, so um, I've
2: not I've not fully looked into it, but I just know that there's like you can set up the company, but again the residency side of stuff. Again, I d I wouldn't yeah. mind moving out to Dubai. So yeah. I guess it yeah. works out. So
1: <laughs> are you based in the UK right now?
2: Yeah, Manchester. Oh nice.
1: Nice. Nice. Okay. Um and do you have like niche sites? Do you have any sites in like the affiliate side or are you more of like the rank and rent? I can see why rank and rent. Honestly, when I did it, it was just so much easier to make the first, I don't know, 10 to 20 K compared to niche sites. That shit takes forever. Um, so yeah. I can see the, why, why you're focusing on that. But um yeah, do you have anything on the affiliate side?
2: Yeah. So I rank in uh, gambling as well. So probably the hardest industry that you can, that you can probably go after excluding porn, Like, we've got a few sites in porn and stuff. Um, But, yeah, gambling affiliate, that's probably the go-to affiliate that I do. And it's mainly because, first of all, it's like a lot of people say, why don't you just do an, uh, an Amazon affiliate site? I feel like Amazon affiliate is just so much easier. I just wouldn't be challenged. I want to wake up to something where... I feel like I'm getting challenged every day in gambling affiliate and porn and all, all these other industries that we're in, like even finance as well. Like we do a lot in finance. All of these industries are super difficult, and I feel like that's where all the challenge is. And one thing that people don't understand is when we figure something out on the gambling affiliate side of stuff, we can roll it out to all of our location sites, all of our or, or all of our rank and rent sites, and that literally affects our bottom line. So, for example a few years back we were testing out the faq stuff and we saw like i don't know it was like 25 percent uh, organic boost just by adding in the faq schema we rolled mm-hmm. that out to all of our location sites all of our rank and rents and again it just affects our bottom line so what we do which is kind of weird to say this is we test on the affiliate side so the fight, affiliate side of stuff and then we roll out to the rank and rents
1: yeah it's a smart idea i do that with my um yeah, I mean, I have like turn and burn sites, and then I roll it out to like my money sites and as well as client sites afterwards. Uh, that way, you always know uh, like up to date tactics. Otherwise, I always say, like, dude, if you're not penalized, you're not pushing hard enough, man. Um, so I get I get slapped all the time with my own sites, yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. Okay, gambling is good. Um, they play they pay out a percentage, right, of winnings typically. Uh, At least that's when I did. Yeah, so this this is where it gets really messed up
2: for gambling, right? So people think, oh, you're in gambling affiliate, you're probably creaming it in, right? So one thing that people don't understand about gambling is if I send Jackie to Bet365 or William Hill or whatever, right, and he goes and wins a load of money, (laughs) that winning, the percentage gets taken out of my affiliate account. So if he goes and wins 10K (laughs) and we're on 25%, we're going to be down oh, minus really? two and a half K. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so fuck. I didn't know that. And like we, we had, we had like a really, or we, we <laughs> thought we were going to have a really good month. Few, like I think this was like last year or something where I think it was like the 11th and we were probably going to on track to make about 120, 200, uh, 120, 250. Right. <laughs> and then like on day 10 or something, somebody went and won like 60 K on slots. And like our affiliate account went to like minus like, I don't know, like 15,000, something ridiculous. And we're like, what, the,
1: Damn. What what's <laughs> just happened there?
2: <laughs> so, um, yeah. In in some cases you have, you have, you have the big winners, the, the high rollers and stuff. But again, it's, it's part of the, uh, it's part of the fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, house always wins, I think in gambling. So. That true. guy who won the 60k will probably lose a lot more in their lifetime. So, it's a fun industry to be in. Um, yeah. Have you guys considered like launching shit in the high risk industry? Like I don't know, like a crypto casino. Um, it's pretty illegal, I think, in the UK. No. But, um, you know. So
2: the the reason, like we we've, we've obviously considered it in the past, but because we're with a lot of white label or white hat gambling guys like they would just boot off so if we were to go and set up a, a gambling casino called jackiechile.com that only accepts bitcoin bet365 would be on our case william hill would be on our case so they would just shut our mm. affiliate accounts down um is again you could set up like a, a niche website for that but again it's like the what one thing that we don't like is there's no security at all like if we were to go and send a load of guys to a Bitcoin casino that only accepts Bitcoin that works out of Transylvania and and Romania that nobody knows the owner of they could literally just (laughs) like they could just be gone in in 72 hours with all of our affiliate commissions so
0: Uh, uh, do do they always pay out these casinos I think I've read stories of
2: casinos potentially not paying out things
1: so I've had a couple cases with uh, crypto casinos (laughs) so that's why I'm asking (laughs) yeah Uh, they pay
2: out they they, they, they definitely do pay out otherwise i I wouldn't be here right now right but (laughs) they make it very difficult to pay out and again if you're not savvy enough with the commissions that you're getting and with other brands that you're working with they will try and like mess you over right so one thing that i can always recommend to anyone that wants to get into gambling is first of all don't second of all if (laughs) if you still want to Try and like diversify all of your affiliates. Don't just send all your traffic to one per to one brand, because they will try and mess you over and um, if you're like the main traffic source for that one brand.
1: Yeah, that's smart. Smart. Man, um have you ever encountered these affiliate uh networks like scrubbing your sales? Um dude, I- I've had like a couple of friends who own brands. And they're like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. common practice to scrub like 30, 40% off your affiliates earnings. So they, they just erase it. It's even built into some softwares, like the one that, uh, for example, the one FanFuel uses, um, mm-hmm. it's built in, like you have an Everflow? option to scrub. Yeah. Everflow has an option to scrub like 30 or 40% of like affiliates earnings. If you want,
2: they, 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 I mean... out, so I don't know, uh, but you know, it's, it's there. I mean it may, it makes sense there's been there's been brands so like we we do like I feel like one thing that's not spoke about in affiliate is actually split testing where you're sending your traffic through to right so like for example if we're if we have one page that's talking about the best casinos and offer number 1 is bet365 and you send the traffic through to bet365 and their landing page isn't talking about casinos it's talking about I don't know, football betting, the conversion rate on their side actually goes down. So you could be sending 100 people a day to that page and only two people could be signing up. But if Bet365 set up a casino branded landing page that you're sending the traffic to, you might be able to convert 60 people every day. So one thing that we've actually done in the past, and it's interesting you say this, where people, affiliates do scrub out affili- uh, affiliate commissions, is we have split tested like s- separate brands, separate landing pages. And there was probably like three, three or four different brands where we sent them like 12,000 hits in a month and they didn't pay out a single commission. So we we knew for for a fact that they have had at least one conversion and they weren't paying us out. So we just completely stripped them off the website, start stopped promoting them on, on like the tables and stuff like that. And we just replaced it with a brand that we thought was previously bad. But as soon as we started split testing their landing page, we were like, all right, okay, let's actually bump these guys up because they are, first of all, they do have uh, SMS remarketing, they do have email remarketing, they will, um, in some cases some of them will whatsapp message you so that you're always in the funnel it's always about trying to like when it comes to gambling it's it's a completely different beast when it comes to amazon affiliate and when it comes to gambling with gambling you need to always be split testing you need to be seeing how many clicks did i send to this landing page okay i sent 100 why haven't any of these people converted you click on the landing page the landing page is a 404 and you're like ah right okay that's probably <laughs> yeah. why so yeah
1: Yeah, I I think um, not enough uh, affiliates, they don't split test um, any offers. In fact, I've been like tracking my competitors. None of them do it. So um, we're in the health niche. And dude, it's it's pretty surprising actually. So you, um, I love to, a lot of affiliates like to bash on Amazon affiliates, but they're, so we measure by revenue per click as like a lot of health affiliates do. And dude, Amazon affiliate revenue per click is pretty up there. It's like, $2 $2 something for me because I have like a custom rate, but fan fuel is like just above that, like like 5% above that. So I'm like, you know, uh, we'll probably try to test uh, more Amazon offers in the future. But yeah, I don't think enough affiliates freaking test their offers. I think they're just what, too What are lazy. you
0: using to test?
2: Is it just less so that you're using to, uh, to split test? No, I don't. Um, really. So we, we were using um, the good old, GA, Google Analytics, um, and we, we had, uh, like, our, all of our buttons were tracked and stuff. So we would see like, right, okay, we've sent 150, or, or, well, it would give us, like, a top-down view. So you could say, okay, we've sent 60,000 clicks to Bet365, and then you could do a little bit more digging and say, right, okay, we've sent 3,500 from this page here. So you could, everything was, like, really granular set up. Um, we're now in the process of transitioning to GA4. I haven't had any training on it as of yet. I don't. I don't know if any of you guys are are big into GA4. Is um is yeah. Dude, it's, I, I, it, I haven't logged in yet. I haven't logged in. <laughs> well then. <laughs> I feel like as of last week, like literally it took us about six weeks to transition from the classic Google Analytics to the new one. It took us six weeks and we've had to hire like a developer to actually do it and stuff. But I feel like as of last week, we've finally cracked it and we're like, right, okay, it's back to what what we're used to now. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: Um, and what would you say your personal you know, take home revenue split is right now between like rank and rent and affiliate. Mm-hmm. Cause I know you have a lot of partnerships, right? Like I think you do a yeah. lot with James, James, right? James Dooley. Yeah. Um, you do yeah, a lot of so shit with him. We, we uh, d- so what's like the split personally for you, like the in, in your pocket type of thing? Is it mostly rank um, and rent
2: still? I, do you know what? I, I'd probably say it's, it's a split between all three of them. So obviously I've got like the agency side of the stuff. Uh, and that's not the ranking rent agency. That's like the link building and content <laughs> agency, and obviously we do the disavows and stuff. So I'd probably say that that's probably a good forty percent. I'd then say another forty percent is probably the ranking and rents, and the the twenty percent is probably the gambling affiliate sites and the finance site side of stuff. But the only reason why that's lower, like that that could completely wipe the floor for, for the other two. But the only reason why that's lower is we're always just reinvesting. Like, if you look at any one of our websites, like, you'll see the growth on them. Um, so, yeah, we're we're always looking to reinvest on, onto the gambling affiliates and then potentially flip in maybe six or seven months' time.
1: Nice. I think the uh, market for high-risk industries are super, like, the multiples kind of suck. Um, at least that's um, back when I was looking at it. Uh, we were doing like casinos in canada it was pretty bad like no one was buying
2: who you sell to so if you can find a media company that's already got six or seven gambling affiliate sites you 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 can get really Mm. good money but if you're just selling to the average joe that's got four or five amazon affiliate sites he's got a few ranking rents he's got a few like nothing actually already in the industry then yeah you're going to get sucky rates like one thing that we've done is we found a media buying company that also owns a casino so whenever they purchase a company or whenever they purchase an affiliate site guess what they do they stick their casino right at the top of all the tables so it makes sense for them to buy out at a higher rate Hmm. gotcha
1: Man, this uh, this industry is pretty damn lucrative. I'm I've been looking into it um, heavily lately with like um, my own partnerships. I don't know if you guys do that, by the way. I've been telling everyone to do it. Uh, James is getting into it, but like we partner up with like super large companies. So like think like top two hundred in the world, and then just mm-hmm. build out an affiliate side from them, and then you just like agree in beforehand like what you're allowed to write about and what you're not allowed to write about. And one company gave me the okay to do like gambling. So I've been like really looking into this, but man, I'm I'm not sure I want to open that can of worms just yet though. That shit's uh, pretty pretty crazy.
2: So obviously when we were speaking about the ranking rents, I was saying like actually finding the the business owners the hardest part. The hardest part when it comes to gambling, right? Isn't the ranking part. It's making sure that the offers are up to date. Because if you've got, I don't know, 250 different casinos and slot sites and sports betting sites if one of their affiliate managers messages you saying hey jackie you need to update this offer or you need to update this t's and c's and you have 24 hours to do it and times that by 300 different brands like you need somebody full time just making sure that everything's up to date from a t's and c's point of view because otherwise they'll just shut your account down. so damn really yeah
1: have you um so right now i'm in a weird predicament is uh, when you look at casino offers. How do you decide between like the well-known ones, like for example, stake, versus like a, a fucking like one that you've never heard of but they pay out so well? Because um, there's like a middle ground, right? There's ones because stake obviously will convert way better than I don't know fucking Bitcoin casino twenty four seven doc de or some shit, you know? Um, yeah. So how do you make how do you make these decisions? Obviously test,
2: but in so yeah. in the UK, I, I, like w- when you are talking about steak and stuff like that, I don't feel like they have that much of a personal brand, or do, 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 I don't, I, feel, I don't feel like they've broke into the UK market, right? So one thing that we always try to do is Bet Three Six Five. Everybody's heard of them, right? Every, like I, I probably would say, like seventy five percent of the gambling of, of the UK gambling population probably has an account with Bet Three Six Five. Should you have Damn. them on the page? Probably, because they're, they're, a, they're a big entity when it comes to sports betting, right? But then if you can try and find like some other sports betting brands where <clears throat> they, maybe they're not as known, but they have a good back-end system, so they do have the SMS remarketing. So whenever, I don't know, Arsenal are playing, they'll text you saying, hey, Jackie, it's 4-1 to one odds, Arsenal versus Man United. Do you want to place a bet? guys like that they'll they'll make you decent money so we we always try and find like the guys that have like a good back-end system and we're always like right okay these guys have a good back-end system they have a good landing page the, the affiliate managers aren't trying to mess us over they have a lot of green ticks in their boxes right so we'll we will try and push those guys and it also it comes down to like how well communicated you are with the actual affiliate managers again like as an as an amazon affiliate guy you probably like this is all going over your head right but if you want to break into gambling you need to make sure that like first of all you've got good relations with all your affiliate managers because it's not just one affiliate link that you place on your website and it plasters it through all of your i don't know gaming chairs or gaming desks right so you might be speaking to like i don't know 25 30 different affiliate managers and very quickly you will be able to figure out which ones are the good guys and which ones are just trying to mess you over or they don't have a good landing page or they're just in it to make a a quick buck and then just close down your affiliate account because there's a lot of guys that will do that in gambling.
1: Yeah. Man, yeah, I I think you're right. Um, Finding the right offer is fucking crazy as well, Um, especially since, like, God, I don't know if you've worked in, in like, the pharma niche. It's, It's also a shit show it's all these like high risk right. ones are absolutely nuts. Um, nice. And let's say in like a couple of years, we speak again, where, where, where are you like most bullish on right now? Are you still bullish on rank and rent? Or are you
2: bullish on, I don't know,
1: building out your agency or like, what are you, what are you thinking in a couple of years?
2: I, I actually mentioned this on one of your tweets, as I said, just try and be diverse as you can. Um, like again something that i don't speak about as often is like i've I've invested in a manufacturing company that is literally in the uk and it, just try and be diverse like I, I don't want to just say oh yeah i'm gonna go all in on affiliate or i'm gonna go all in on ranking rents or i'm gonna go all in on um the agency side of stuff because i probably won't like in five years time if you were to speak to me i've probably got more businesses <laughs> under my name so just trying to grow the actual mrr and not just in one vertical as many verticals as i can sas seo ppc everything
1: yeah yeah um definitely got to diversify james you hear that dude this guy is like all You're in, in each side
2: james is one of the ones that didn't get hit yeah yeah, yeah that's true yeah both so. my sides
0: both my side one of them's on on the upward trajectory now so uh instead of being stagnant so it's it's going it's you've good. got
2: good eeat <laughs> that's that's exactly. one thing that a lot of people don't believe in which yeah i've, I've had a yeah, few i don't rounds. know <sighs> who doesn't believe in in having some kind of <clears throat> go on jackie what, what's your opinions on it come on let's have a debate. i mean
1: yeah i think i think it's to an extent to an extent um some of these partnerships that i'm striking right now they don't even have an, like you wouldn't know who the author is because it's Open AI. but, um, and if you see the articles I'm putting out right now on some of these partnerships, you'd be like, the fuck is this? There's no author, but it's just a very strong domain because it's the top mm-hmm. 200 site in the world, right? Like it's bound to rank. Maybe I'm on a, like, uh, on borrowed time, but I guess we'll see in a couple of months. As long, as long as I capture Q4, I think we're golden. Um, we'll, we'll be okay. Uh, but yeah. What do you think? Yeah, because like? like, do you think Forbes has solid EEAT? I've checked some of the reporters under uh, the the advisor. Like, dude, they they're just like random editors.
2: For Forbes, so one thing I don't know if you've seen the podcast with Gail Brayton and the guy that used to work at Forbes. She's called Sean Hill. Sean Hill. Yeah, yeah. Sean Hill. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's super important that a lot of people give Forbes a lot of flack for is that the affiliate deals don't actually get told or the seos don't know about the affiliate deals right and the editors don't know about the affiliate deals so when they're actually writing an article to do with like tvs or whatever whatever they're writing an article on they will genuinely probably get it right where it's like all right the dell monitor is the number one monitor because it's got all these different features the lg monitor is second best because it's got all these features they're not just plastering whoever's given them the most affiliate at number one so if it was lg okay yeah lg is number one dell gives me 25 percent, but samsung over here gives me 35 i'm going to stick them number two and dell number three so it's like they, they, they're doing a lot of things right I, I feel like they they get a lot of flack but Again, like if you actually do a little bit of digging, their EEAT is probably better than I'd probably see ninety percent or ninety-five percent of the websites that I've been shown that have been hit over the past week or so. So, like I'm getting websites, and it's like, yeah, you deserve to be hit. Who who's this offer? Sarah Jane? She that's 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 a persona from this person doesn't exist. Like, what 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 are you doing here? Like, if I genuinely read an article, or if I genuinely read an article on your website and it was non-factual, and I wanted to contact you saying, hey, by the way, you've got a typo in your H1, right? Who, who do I contact? Because Sarah Jane ain't, ain't a real person. And then some people will, will have the audacity to come back to me and say, no, 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 but that's EEAT. I've got an offer box. I've got an about page. I've got this. I've got that. And it's like, no, no, no. What other websites are mentioning Sarah Jane? Because right now, Sarah Jane, there's probably 10 million Sarah Janes, right? You want to be, come across it as an actual trusted entity to do with gardening or travel or wherever your focus is on that website they need to be an expert and again i don't want to sound too white hat because everything that i've just mentioned can be gamed it's very it's very easy to game everything
0: yeah yeah that's like jackie's um, the farmer jackie's also the interior designer
1: yeah yeah i mean <laughs> well if you if you just google my name you'll 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 see my sites that have not been hit and they're ridiculous, dude. I'm an interior designer. I'm a farmer. I'm a doctor. I'm a friggin' dude. I'm everything, man. I'm jack of all <laughs> trades out here. Um, So I don't know. Maybe it's just my name is plaster everywhere. So that's the EAT and we're just scamming Google here. But yeah, I think it's to an extent. I think if your str- site is strong enough, Google will, might be able to ignore it. And most of the niche site community, like their sites are weak as fuck.
2: Like, Mm -hmm. if we're speaking on DR, they're, like, all well under 60, you know? One thing that I'll mention right now is that you have good EAT. You're you're mentioned on Crunchbase. You're mentioned on Vetted. You're mentioned on Entrepreneur. A lot of these niche website guys, it's literally just Sarah Jane on a website. And it's like, yeah, yeah, Sarah Jane's a nobody. So, again, like... You you do have strong EAT. So, so does James. James has actually has a knowledge panel. If you Google my name, Kazra Dash, you'll see that I've got a knowledge panel. So again, I I have a theory and I want people to actually come back to me and prove me wrong. I haven't seen a website that has a knowledge panel for their offers and contributors and stuff that's been hit. Again, please prove me wrong. I actually do want to be to, do want to be proven wrong because I've I've not seen a single website with that. Um, and again, it just goes back to like building a a trusted brand, but not just that, but also building trusted offers behind the brand. So again, Jackie Chow, if you, if you went and got to set up a website tomorrow, talking about making money online and digital marketing, you're probably going to do really well because you've already got a strong foundation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, the partnerships we are using, like the co-founder or the founder's name in a lot of places eh, we, we we can argue this um but i think at the end of the day i feel like it's if your site isn't strong enough you'll need eat if it's if it's like super fucking strong like uh if for example if i went out tomorrow and took uh wall street journal and created like an affiliate site on that I, I don't even think the author matters on the wall street journal if i created yeah, wallstreetjournal.com/guides it doesn't even matter who writes this. I could put James Delacy mm. and this guy could be freaking like an architect, and it'll be okay. So I, I think EAT matters for most people, but I mm-hmm. think if your site is strong enough, you're able to ignore that. Um, that's well, if it's strong enough, right? It's good
0: enough. It's good enough. Links showing the trust. And the authoritativeness. Yeah. So kind of they can it.
2: Like EAT is literally just all down to links. At the end of the day, like I, I know I know I'm I'm sugarcoating it saying, oh, how many times has your brand been mentioned, how many mm-hmm. times has your offer been mentioned, but like Wall Street Journal, Forbes, et cetera, they have strong EAT to begin with. So if you were to go and I don't know, start writing about insurance or whatever on Wall Street Journal you're probably going to do really well even if you don't mention any any offers and stuff like that it's yeah. it's not it's not the offers on the actual page it's everything that's surrounding the website which everyone forgets about like again there's a few youtubers which i won't mention but their seo strategy is absolutely tanked right and their whole strategy was to do with content and answering the snippet but they didn't build any links and it's probably like again like it's all down to like the links and the trust and where the links are coming from are the trusted links, where the links are in the link graph. Like it is it's a massive factor.
1: Yeah, I agree actually. Um, and the new site community is getting clapped pretty hard right now. Um, I think the new site community hates building links. So can, maybe can I, can, should, I
2: just, yeah. <laughs> can, can I just stop you for one second? Right? Yeah. It's yeah. not the niche site community guys. It's just that SEO strategy has been hit. Like, I, I don't think John Mueller sat around the table with all the Google developers and said, Right, we're going to hit niche website, guys. It, it's literally just a, a category of websites that we've come up with. We've yeah. coined this category, right? Because before, like, I don't know about yourself, Jackie, but I, I'm fairly new to Twitter, right? And before I entered the Twitter SEO space, I didn't know what a niche website was. I, I, like, a niche website to me, now it's just it's like site, a website right? like what what is actually a niche website that, that's what i want to know because a lot a lot of my websites <laughs> could be considered niche websites I'm, I'm doing gambling affiliate is that a niche website i'm doing a website yeah. on running shoes is I that guess a niche they web- so, ev- every single website is a niche website i guess so yeah
1: pretty much it um but i think that they just carved it out and then identify as a niche website i don't know um I'm also pretty new to this uh, niche website game. I I just started Twitter like two years ago, a year or two ago, man. Dude, this it's all new to me. People love to complain, and I'm just here for it, man. It's always the people making fucking 3K a month complaining as as well. It's uh, it's um, good, good times.
2: I recently go like I'll, I'll i'll be browsing through like my twitter and stuff and i'll see somebody that's been mentioned and it's like oh it's a really great post by xyz account and i'll click on the account right and the bio just says niche website or the at handles niche website and i'll just be blocked i'm like ah, oh, right okay this guy doesn't like me
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get that sometimes but yeah. i don't know why they do that like did you do you say like offensive things or I don't know? I've never seen I anything like we, offensive we, <laughs> come out of
2: <laughs> I feel like Wait, we have bro- text everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <sighs> so I'll deliver a message in a certain way that can definitely be said nicer, but I'll say it in a very controversial way which I will know gets eyeballs on that tweet. And the only reason why I'm saying it is because first of all, it's funny to see people getting pissed off. Second of all, it's it's the truth and sometimes People need to hear the truth, right? So, if I go on a tweet and I'm saying "ha ha ha," niche website guys have been hit. But what you should do to recover your website is this: they only see the first sentence, and they'll be like, "Ah, block this guy. I don't like him." Really? Man, yeah.
1: So, uh, some soft people out there. That's I don't know about that one. But nice, man. Um, are you going to any events this year? Are you going to Chiang Mai? Are you? Uh, are you going I'm to speaking at like, Chiang Mai.
2: Yeah. Speaking at Chiang Saigon. Mai, um, and then I'm speaking at Saigon as well. Nice, um, will meet there. Yeah, and then uh, SEO Estonia 2024 as well. The dates I believe are in June, early June. So again, I'll probably be speaking at there as well. And affiliate gathering as well, where all the niche site guys that are there will <laughs> probably end up yeah. killing me or something. I don't know. Yeah, so you guys a couple of times. Is that in New York? Yes, it is, yeah. Nice, beautiful city. Nice one.
1: All right, yeah, then I'll definitely, um, we should grab a, grab a coffee or something while I'm in uh, town. And, yo, where can people find you?
2: Uh, where do you uh, want casual- to people? .com. Casual- .com. You'll find my Twitter, which is probably the most controversial SEO Twitter that you will find. <laughs> You'll find my YouTube, where I am currently doing a step-by-step video series breaking down everything you need to do to recover a website and yeah again you can book consultancy with me if you want if you can handle me for an hour um i might be a little bit controversial but again it's what sells
1: cool man well really great to meet you and uh thanks for coming on man
2: yeah thanks for having me cheers kesser cheers james